It's great to be with you today as we once again take on some tough topics and drill down far enough to see if the topic at hand reveals the issues implied or if there's more to it. Today, let's start a new series by looking at the five biggest problems in America in 2022. Let's see if we can find any fresh approaches to the problems by looking beyond the obvious. Let's begin with number five on the list of the biggest problems in America today, and that is the dysfunctionality of our political system. On the surface, it appears that our political institutions need to be better at governing. If they were better at that, we might be able to cope with all of the problems that we face in a more effective manner. The fact is that the two major political parties seem unable or unwilling to cooperate in passing the necessary legislation that would frame wise public policies. On the surface, we might easily blame this on the growing polarization of the American public and the current political culture. But wait, there is more to it. You see, the polls show that the majority of Americans indicate that they are supportive of the moderate positions on most issues, so that eliminates the polarization hypothesis. So again, we ask, how can the politicians be so dysfunctional? How can it be if the majority of the public is supportive of the two major political party initiatives, and yet they cannot seem to cooperate to the point that they can pass legislation, the problem is clearly not a legislative issue. It's the lack of or absence of leadership. This is not intended to be a political statement at all. This is so much more basic than issues with one person, one candidate, or one party affiliation versus another. Leadership is a skill set that starts with a simple understanding of right and wrong. The understanding of when to be compassionate and when to be stern. To be a leader, it is paramount that one must have a clear understanding of the facts and your decisions must be rooted in a fair and equitable evaluation based on a single set of scales that determines right and wrong. Hopefully, what we will talk about today will affect your criteria for selecting your elected officials. But even if it doesn't, hopefully, it will affect how you lead and preemptively realize that there's more to solving this functionality in any situation than just being an eeny, meeny, miny, mo decision maker. Whether you are a politician or you are facing dysfunctionality in your own life, leadership is the key. Oh, and don't think this doesn't apply to you. You see, ultimately, you are someone's leader. It may be your wife, your children. It may be your household or your work. But I guarantee you are a leader with leadership responsibilities. So where can we find a leadership guide? More specifically, what will become your leadership guide? What will be your go-to reference? What will be your calibration weight 
on the scales of justice. And if you can find the leadership guide, how much does it cost? You know, it must be expensive because obviously no one is using it. We need something like an owner's manual that addresses how to lead. We have an owner's manual for our car. We have an owner's manual for our washing machines. And we have manuals for any complicated device or process. What we need is an owner's manual. Without that, we will not be able to address these complex issues. Let me give you an example of not relying on an owner's manual. Most of you listening are probably too young to remember this, but in the late 70s and early 80s, chances are that if you walked into anyone's house, on top of their television was a VHS machine. And remember back then, the TV was in a big cabinet and had plenty of real estate on the top of the cabinet. Anyway, the VHS machine had an integrated clock. I guarantee you that most of those clocks were blinking, usually displaying 12 o'clock once a second. Why was this? Well, you, you had to have a, completed a six-year course in engineering to figure out how to set the clock and keep it from blinking. However, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that there were a few select homes that this was not the case. You see, if the wife had unpacked and installed the device, she had read the owner's manual and was therefore able to set the clock and stop that annoying blinking. In the South, there were many VHS machines that had no visible clock on the VCR. How could this be? How could there be no visible clock? This was a result of the man of the house had Never read the owner's manual. He had thrown it away in the garbage with the box the VCR came in, and he had spent or wasted about 13 milliseconds trying to figure out how to stop that annoying blinking, which ultimately resulted in eliminating the annoyance by carefully placing a piece of black electrical tape over the area that displayed the blinking clock. The reason for this totally true story is to point out the fact that complicated devices can only be operated if you have the owner's manual. However, if you thought the clock on the VCR was complicated, humans are without a doubt the most complicated thing on, in the universe. And you absolutely must refer to the operator's manual to have a clue on how to operate this extremely complicated specimen, especially when one human is interacting with another human. It is this interaction of one human with another that gets us back to our topic of the day, the dysfunctionality of our political system. We must have guidance to understand what we can do and where we need to start. We cannot put a piece of black electrical tape over the problem, although metaphorically that's exactly what we do way too often which, oh, by the way, is the underlying reason for the dysfunctionality of today. But the reality is that it is as simple as setting the clock on a VCR if we have the operator's manual. Now, whether or not this is your go-to reference normally or not, you must begin with the only reference manual for human beings, and that is the Bible. 
You will find that the inventor of humans understands the issues at hand and that they have never changed over the last 2,000 years. What God said originally is just as relevant today as it was when they were recorded. On that basis, let's look at the problems we're facing today and apply the instructions from the owner's manual that has been given to each of us. We have already established that the problem we face today with respect to today's topic is not the inability to govern, it's simply the lack of leadership. So what does the Bible say, what does God say about leadership? Proverbs 11.14 says, where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in abundance of counselors, there is safety. There are many, many other passages in our operator's manual that address leadership. But I'm going to just focus on this one short passage to prove my point on the value of studying this owner's manual. Note that in this one sentence, we see that leaders should have counselors. The role of counselors, of course, is to aid the person in making wise leadership decisions. While this is particularly important for those politicians who lead our democracy, Proverbs also stresses its broader application to people's decision-making in all sorts of situations. As a side note here, it was very insightful as I personally read a little further in Proverbs where it clearly described what we are seeing today as it pointed out that contrasting description of how the wicked falls by his own wickedness. To get back on topic, we see that the way to address the fifth most serious problem that we face in America today is to look for leaders who surround themselves with upright counselors. You see, it's not just one individual that we need to look at when we're choosing our leaders. It is their entourage because we know that good counselors are paramount in the work of a good leader. Let's say that again. We know that good counselors are paramount in the work of a good leader. So let me ask you, how is it in your life? Do you make all of the decisions for yourself or for the others? Or do you seek input from your most trusted counselors? Maybe the better question is, do you have trusted counselors in your life? Because if you don't, you must start there. It doesn't matter whether you're leading 5,000 employees or your family, or if you're just leading yourself. You must start with trusted counselors, trusted friends. By the way, a friend is not someone that will tell you what you want to hear. A friend will tell you their thoughts, especially when they believe that you are headed down the wrong path. Let's step back for a moment. There is much more to it than today's topics seem to state. And we all know that all of our lives have some amount of dysfunctionality. Now, can you imagine all of this wisdom, all of this insight from one short sentence in life's owner's manual, the Bible? The next time you go to the polls, look beyond the individual, look at the counselors that that candidate surrounds himself with. More importantly, evaluate your counselors. 
If you need a counselor and you don't have one or the ones you rely on aren't exactly what you need, your local church is a great place to start. Get involved. Make friends. Get good counselors in your life. By the way, these church folks are all flawed just like you and I, but they generally rely on the same owner's manual that we've been discussing. And although you will not find them to be perfect, you will find them understanding and loving, which is one of the great prerequisites for your personal entourage of counselors. Don't get discouraged. Change in your own life is hard, and more often than not, it doesn't come quickly. After all, you have spent your life getting to where you are. Well, you see in our short look into one sentence, one sentence in our owner's manual, the Bible, we have a better understanding of what is involved for success and true leadership. This understanding is not only key to eliminating the fifth biggest problem in America today, but preemptively, when applied to your day-to-day challenges, this one sentence will change your life as well.